Did you know nearly 9 out of 10 businesses nationwide say they more heavily relied on digital tools this year than before? When you think about it, it makes sense. New challenges called for better tech solutions, and Paycom is one of those tools. With Paycom, employees can enter and manage their own HR data in one easy-to-use software. No matter where they are, the mobile app gives them 24-7 access. How prepared is your company for the next new challenge? You should check out Paycom.com. Being there for our military heroes, even after they've left active duty, is a mission Ford Motor Company takes to heart. That's why Ford is a proud supporter of iHeartRadio's Vets You Should Know podcast. I was taught this is normal. This is what happens. And I'm sorry this happened to you, but expect it from now on. And so I said, you know what? Somebody has to do better. Some They deserve better. So I decided if nobody's going to do it, then I guess I have to. Check out iHeartRadio's Vet You Should Know podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell Ford about a service member you're proud of using the hashtag proud to honor and Ford will give a hundred bucks on your behalf to military charities up to three and a half million dollars. Welcome to Cody cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. Oh, look at this. It's the Luke Combs Taraj. Yes. The Combs Taraj. Uh, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm really good. Congratulations on, uh, well, it's been a um, uh, phenomenal year. I almost said ominal year, which ominal. would not ominal would not be a good as phenomenal. Is that a real word? Ominal? I don't think so. I think it's just uh, have to check. Yeah, it's probably Google. you know we're shortening every Cross word. Cross check ominal. I know they ominal. can hear us in there. <laughs> we're shortening every word in the dictionary. Yes, now. obvi. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> artist of the year, CMT artist of the year. Yes. We only picked five of these. Yeah. So you've had to have had a phenomenal year to be one of the five. Yeah, it's been definitely been a good year. Uh, it's been fun. You know, it's been crazy, and I guess. Um, you know, it's neat because yeah, I guess sometimes you can get so caught up in just going and going yeah. and going that you never have an opportunity to understand, like, the gravity of it all. So it was neat, man, when I when I found out. Yeah. Man, it was super cool, you know, because, uh, like I said, you don't have a lot of time to categorize the success, you know. It really is a year-specific thing. So, yeah. so when you look back on 2019, like, what's the one moment where you go, okay, that was my favorite moment? Oh, sure. Grand Ole Opry, for sure. Um, I mean, I think both nights, like, being asked to be a member and then actually being inducted, I mean, both were yeah. super awesome and, and super powerful and, and moments that I got to share with you know, the people that I love the most, so uh, both were, were pretty perfect. What the heck is going on, Luke? You're, like, a gigantic success, which I'm so proud of you. I just found out you also wrote the Carly Pierce I did. Uh, Lee yeah. Bryce song. I did, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like a, everything's falling uh, into yeah, place. It's my, that's my first cut, by the way, for the record. And I... I never. Is that right? First, first cut, cut. Someone else has done. First cut. Someone else has done. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I mean, I've had some friends kind of cut some songs that I, I'd written and stuff, but, but as far as like a major label wow. thing, I mean, that's the first thing that I've I've got. So, yeah, I'm super pumped about it, man. I love that yeah. song, and uh, I, you know, I hope it does well because I, th- I think it sounds really great. You get your own album coming out on November eighth. What mm-hmm. you see is what you get. Yep. I want to get to the title in a second, but first, um, I love the Brooks and Dunn song already. One too Thank many. Thank you. Yes. Woo! That one's fun. Such a smash. It's a fun one to play, too, yeah. live. Man, that one's real fun. You know? And, of course, you did Brand New Man with those guys. So has it mm-hmm. been fun sort of meeting your icons and getting to know Kicks and Ronnie on a more personal Yeah. Level? No, it definitely has. You know, and, and always they're great guys to lean on for advice, too. You know, I feel like every time I see them, they're imparting some, like, awesome, like, Brooks and Dunn wisdom oh. upon me, which is really great. And, uh, yeah, it's just exciting, you know, to, to be able to, you know, 
work with people yeah. who you've you know idolized for such a long time and and have them both be really great guys to work with too helped a lot you know at the same time i mean ronnie um <laughs> i love the ronnie stories he tells great stories he does he does yeah. tell a good story when he put out his first solo album i interviewed him for that and uh he was like uh a lot of people say you know some of these songs they sound like uh, brooks and dunn songs and i always tell him you know i was in brooks and dunn <laughs> <laughs> So, he's a great guy though and he was here a couple weeks ago and he's got that redone project he's yes also done, which is incredible yep. so anyway back to you uh cma nominations up for not only brand new man but also song of the year for beautiful crazy male vocalist of the year like all these incredible things happening for you and the new single uh even though i'm leaving well first let's go back to the cmas if you win let's just say male vocalist mm -hmm. how will you celebrate you Will know, you get drunk that night? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. If, yeah. For sure. Without a doubt. Okay. Yeah. Making yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have to. I mean, I think you have to. Yeah. Kind of at that point, you know. Totally. Unless I have a show the next day. If I have a show the next day, I won't get drunk. So you got rules when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yes, right? definitely. Do you drink before a show at all? Not. I mean, I usually have like one drink, but it would be like an like within the hour before we're about to go on would be. The thing, and then I mean, I you know, obviously I drink on stage. I was gonna stuff. say you always yeah. have a cup on stage. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, Jack and Diet always. I would always be fearful if I were you that I'm gonna forget lyrics if I get too buzzy. Man, I don't know. It, you know, I'm not it a big you. lyric forgetter guy. Okay. I have here recently forgotten a, a word or two, um, which you know don't don't tell anybody over there. They're gonna start worrying uh, about me. But uh, no, I think it's we just we just kind of started a new set. Where we've added a bunch of older stuff in that we haven't played in a couple of years, and uh, luckily I made a lot of those mistakes in in sound check and rehearsal, and uh, have buttoned that stuff up. When people come to your shows, everyone knows every word. I notice, like they uh, deep dive into every single yeah. track. Uh, people love you and love what you do. So why do you think that is? Why why do people gravitate towards like every song? I don't know. I I just think um, you know I I think there's something to you know, I think I don't ever try to go in and write like a hit or anything. I, I think I always just wanted to write stuff that I liked and, and stuff that I felt like I wasn't hearing at the time. And, right. and uh, you know, stuff that I felt like my friends and, uh, you know, were like, hey, I wish there was something that was this or something that was that. And yeah. I just figured, heck, there's probably a lot more people like that out there. And so... Um, I don't think it was ever anything that I intended on. I'm super, super pumped that it's that way because yeah. it it gives me an opportunity to yeah. to do some things that are maybe a little bit different on the album, you know, that put me outside of my comfort zone mm -hmm. a little bit and know that people will actually be paying attention to that stuff. I mentioned the new single, Even Though I'm Leaving, and this is a song you've held on to for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I had this one for, I'm, I must have wrote it right, I mean, it was right after I'd finished recording this one's for you album oh really okay. and uh so it was just it just missed that window mm -hmm. by a couple of days and but i'd always loved this song you know um me and wyatt it was our first time writing together we wrote it with uh, uh our mutual friend ray fulcher who i write with a lot and mm -hmm. um you know me and wyatt had since written have since written you know beautiful crazy together um, we've written a bunch of great stuff together since then. You write then. crying songs with him. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. we do. We we get we <laughs> get intense in there, man. Yes. Yeah, and but but I I love that about about Ray and Wyatt alike. You know, and I think they're kind of a perfect tandem because they're both not afraid to spend 
you know, eight hours writing a song if, if that's what it takes, you mm-hmm. know, and I enjoy that aspect of it as much as anything, you know, with that challenge of trying to write the best thing you can possibly do is, is really fun for me. What you see is what you get is the album title. And so I think that title describes you perfectly. Yeah. Is that kind of why you went with that? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I just wanted it to kind of be, you know, I think that's the thing that people are, have been drawn to is just, I'm just the same guy I was a couple of years ago. And, uh, but there's also, you know, multi dimensions to that thing too, which is like, yeah, that's true. Like sometimes, uh, you know, the title track of the album is, is called what you see is what you get. And it's, the song is kind of like, you know, I'm an easy read, but I'm not always an open book. You know what I mean? Like it's, it can, you can be both things and that, and that be okay. You know, so what you see is what you get, but I think sometimes what you see ain't always what you get mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? So I think there's a, 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 a duality in that, in that title as well. Yeah. Well, it's like whenever you first saw me at that gas station without the hat on. I was like, that's not Cody that's, Allen because he doesn't have a hat on. I mean, who is that guy? I yeah. mean, I, I frighten people. I was like, it looks on. like Cody Allen, but it's not him because he doesn't have the hat on. Yeah. It's like and, me in the fishing shirt. People are like, it's not him. He's not wearing a fishing shirt. You know? Yeah. No, I, you are the same guy, though. I got to say, like, yeah. in case people are wonder about that, it's, it is absolutely true. From the day I, I first met you till now, uh, nothing's changed. And that's why I think people love you so much. So you're getting married. Mm-hmm. How much will you have a say in sort of the ceremony? A lot, you know, a lot. And I wanted it to to be that way. I think me and and my fiance both wanted it to be that way. Um, you know, my my opinion on it is, you know, I never wanted to be the guy that was just like, oh, we'll just do whatever, and like that'll be great. You know, um, I guess if if that's the way that she would have wanted it, I mean, I guess I would have been open to that. But I also, um, you know, I really wanted to show her that it's important to me as well you know what i mean it's not just another day to to me or to her or to us you know so i think if i can't be present for these things that should be fun uh but can sometimes be stressful i think that's the first big challenge that you kind of tackle as a as a couple is that we have to accomplish this goal together and figure out how to get all these people here and make it the way we want it to be mm-hmm. and be this and be that. And I mean, I, I wanted to be involved in that process because yeah. I wanted her to know that I care about it, you know? Big wedding then? Sounds like. I think. I mean, decently sized. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I don't know what a big wedding is. What's a big wedding? I, I think it's probably over, what, 150, 200 people? I feel like that's kind that's of a like big, a big wedding, wedding anymore, right? That's probably know. medium to big, okay. I would think. <laughs> okay. I, medium big big maybe? reception yeah. let's just put big it that reception. Way. okay i'll give you that big yes party i'll give you big that a yeah, big party for sure and you're already a pet parents together yes so you know it's serious yes um how is jojo doing he's fantastic okay he couldn't he's probably put on about 10 bills <laughs> which is i mean if we're going with my track record here <laughs> i've never had an animal that does not end up putting on a ton of weight so from all the beer, I guess. From all the beer, right? I, I just, the right, beer. I just get them drunk all the time. That's kind of the problem, you know. People say it's wrong, but they seem to enjoy it, you know. No, <laughs> no I don't know. I, I always wonder that, like, why do all my animals get fat? Is it because I eat Pizza Hut a lot? I don't. Are you Probably. Right? They're not eating Pizza Hut, though. Right. Like, are they just seeing me and they're like, I need to be like that guy. I got to put some weight on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Leftovers? No, I, I'm not a table scraps guy. Uh-huh. I'm not like a give them excessive treats guy. Right. Like, they get a cup of food, Same like a as, half yeah. cup of food twice a day and, and yet, that's it. And it's like, that's what the vet tells me. Like, this is how much they should be eating and yet they still 
put on weight. No matter. So I don't know. I think the sneaking, sneaking in the fridge. Around, He's getting the ice cream fridge, out. Right after yep. hours. He's everyone's asleep. Leftover pizza. He's I get all right. Climbing right in there. Absolutely. Uh, can we expect uh, some uh, collaborations on the new project? We know about the Brooks and yeah, Dunn one. Yeah, I think there's one more. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say. Um, because know, these people are on the couch. Yes, these, these people, people on the couch. Managerial types. Say, I do yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we'll send you the record okay, if you don't have it. Yeah, awesome. But yes, there is a, a duet you will hear on there. Okay. Yes. All right. Secrets. Love the secrets. Um, <laughs> Halloween's on the way. Yes. Are you, uh, y'all going to dress up? Do you dress up the JoJo dress up? How does this work? <laughs> we have a show, actually, this Halloween, oh, so I'm interested to see how that goes. I've never been a huge dress-up guy, you know? Um, and people, I used to be the guy in college, I would do this a lot, because everybody gets into the thing where it's like get the elaborate costume and it's like that's just a lot of work for me you know to do that and it's like it's not like i'm gonna be able to like get something that shows my abs off anyway so you know you're, be, you're not the type to be a, a gladiator there's not a lot of Halloween. flattering costumes for a bigger gentleman unless you want to be like grimace from the mcdonald's commercials you know i mean like you put the big purple thing on and it's like I don't know. I people used to ask me in college, they'd be like, "What are you being for Halloween?" I'm like, "An adult." <laughs> That's what I'm doing for Halloween. I'm paying my bills right. and having a job. That's what I'm doing. I'm not dressing up like the Hamburglar and <laughs> shotgunning a fifth of Fireball. You right. know? I just don't know. But I do. No, I I loved Halloween growing up, man. And uh, but I guess in years past, I did dress up last year. For the first time in a long time. Remind us what that was. Uh, Kenny Powers, Eastbound and Down. Right on. Big, big Danny McBride guy. <laughs> right. uh, my fiance was Post Malone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which was great. <laughs> she she did that great. Uh, I think uh, I think she actually made her mind up yesterday about what she's going to be. But okay. I'll keep it a secret. All right. Because I feel like she would get mad don't if I give said it. All it. Away. So I don't want to give it away yet. Uh, holidays to follow, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So share with us maybe um, a holiday favorite way to celebrate the holidays. Man. <sighs> Sleep, uh, sleeping and eating and then sleeping after eating and football uh -huh. and that, yeah, and hunting. And that's really it. Mm -hmm. A lot of sleep, a lot of eat. A all lot right. Of hunt, Those are all great. A lot of football. Yeah. 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 Family. You have a favorite dish? Maybe. Uh... Mac and cheese. Okay. Got to have it. My grandma's, I had my grandma's mac and cheese recipe uh, as my dad's favorite food growing up. My, my grandfather's favorite food growing up. Uh, family tradition. Secret know. recipe. Secret recipe. It's all about the mustard. <laughs> uh, real quick, rewind for me, since this is a huge year for you. Let's go back to your first um, day in Nashville. Like, what do you remember yeah. about that day? Man, first day in Nashville. I How long ago was it, by the that way? That was five years ago this month. God, I think it's, I think September 14th. Okay. I think. I don't know why mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. it's that day, mm -hmm. but I feel like it was September 14th. Um, I moved into an apartment in Hermitage. Um, I drove uh, my, you know, my Dodge Neon here from Boone that day. What color? Silver, silver, two oh. thousand, silver bullet. That's what we called it. Yeah, um, it's not. Did not love that vehicle. I'll tell you that. It got, it got me to and from a lot of places. Here's how I ended up with the Neon. By the way, this is a good story. So, I. So my parents got me a uh, bought me a used car from a lady my mom worked with had yeah. a Subaru Outback. Okay, talking. I, 
I mean, it was a 10 years old, but it was in really great shape. Mm-hmm. It was really great vehicle. Leather seats, heated seats, Ooh. electric window thing. Well, I wrecked it like two months after I got it. Ugh. Right? And so I was, you know, pretty sad about it or whatever. And my parents were like, my parents were like ticked, you know, because they've like, sure. I mean, they didn't have a lot of money, man. So saving up for that car was a lot for them. Uh, and I, I, I'm not sure, but I feel like the neon was out of spite a bit <laughs> because my dad called me. I'm in, I'm in school uh-huh. and I get like the kids combs, please come to the principal's office, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, what did I do? And I go down there and my dad's down there and he was taking me out of school. He's like, we're going to go pick your new car up. And I'm like, <laughs> sick like it's gonna be a escalade you know what i mean and we drove like an hour away to like brevard or something and we pulled in this you know the classic like used car dealership Mm -hmm. with like the half wide trailer not a single wide it's like a half wide trailer and there's like a guy in there he's like smoking cigs and he comes out he's like yeah this thing's totaled a while ago me and my son fixed her up and and i was like i so i got zero say in the in the new vehicle yeah it had been purchased yeah and we were going to get it yeah we're just it's a pickup and i remember seeing it and i was like man this is i have to drive to school in this vehicle (laughs) and it was like it was fine it wasn't like rusted out or it was nice it was just it wasn't a leather heated seats i mean we're talking roll up windows Uh rolling locks no clicker thing yeah and I mean, but that was my penance for wrecking the the decent car that my parents got me in the beginning. I totally get where yep. your dad's coming. Yeah, from. I get it. I can't yeah. blame him at all. I'd do the same thing. I my yep. daughter wrecked her first car. Oh, and same story. Yep. And so I got her the cheapest. Yep. Toyota Corolla I could get. There you go. And we pulled up as we're pulling in. She's like, Dad, no, Dad, no, Dad, no. Really, <laughs> and you're this like, it? like, this, this is, is the one. Do you want to get around or yeah, do you yeah. not want to get around? You want to get from A to B? Right. This is your new friend. I said I got a I got a nice I got a nice uh, Honda CRV for sale if anybody wants it okay. out there. And then you upgraded so, to the truck. Uh, I met you in the gas did. station. The gas station. I I I was I might have been in the truck then. Three. I was you in, in the a truck. truck. Yeah. Because I remember you yeah. telling the story. I, and I was like, "What up? You're at the gas station," and you were like, "This guy's weird for sure." So. So have you upgraded yeah. from that truck since? I still have the truck. Okay. Still got the, the truck. Same truck. Yeah. I uh, got a I got a various array of vehicles you oh. know people always say combs why you got a uh-huh. 12 car garage when you only got six cars you know and it's <laughs> you know it's rap problems you know right <laughs> <laughs> no i i've uh i bought an old uh bronco but not like a cool old one you know everyone gets like the square bodied mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and they put like the nice to, i got like a 96 like Eddie Bauer, O.J. Simpson style. O.J. Simpson yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. I made sure to knock it white though, because I feel like <laughs> people would probably think, right. you know. But I got the one where you can take the you take the the hard top off. Yeah, like, it's not supposed to come off, but you can remove it, and right. it looks like a pickup truck with a bench seat sitting <laughs> in the back of it. Wow. So I'm, I'm pretty thrilled with that with that purchase. Man, yeah. six cars. That's pretty good. <laughs> Money's rolling in for Luke Combs. It's all Listen, good.
you deserve it all, and congratulations on a great year. We're so excited you're one of our artists of the year, and we'll see you on October 16th. Likewise. Right thank here, you. Luke Combs. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com. Nearly 600 years after the invention of the printing press, the most important book in the history of the world has arrived. That might be overstating things. Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things. It will change your life forever. Well, that's not necessarily true. Most scientists agree that Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things, is proof that time travel is possible. Because that is the only way to explain how a book this impressive was possibly made. What? What? Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things, will regrow hair, whiten your teeth, and improve your love life. That's just not at all right. Well, the love life part may be if you find someone who thinks smart is sexy. Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things. Available for pre-order now at StuffYouShouldKnow.com. Now that is true. Ever wondered why there are two ways to spell donuts? Or why some people think you can find water underground just by wandering around with a stick? Believe it or not, this is Stuff You Should Know. You know the podcast with over a billion listens. It's now for your eyes, so you can read it. Stuff You Should Know, an incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things, covers everything from the origin of the Murphy bed to why people get lost. Pre-order at StuffYouShouldKnow.com or wherever books are sold.